When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Saturday Session Cricket Update. Thanks to Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Yes, indeed, it is time for our cricketing updates. Lovingly, affectionately known as Swinging Both Ways with Razine. Razine for expert paint and colour advice. Uh, on this episode, we will uh, hear from Glenn Phillips, uh, Grant Elliott. Uh, looking at the uh, state of play in the second test between New Zealand and Bangladesh. Bangladesh, of course, leading the series by one match to nil. Uh, Grant Elliott uh, has sent through some notes for us, not only on the state of this test match, uh, his overall observations of the series. And looking further down the line, when New Zealand return for their own uh, test calendar on their own shores in much different conditions. Of course, uh, a key story at the top, if you missed it in our headlines, former uh, New Zealand cricketer Black Cap Lou Vincent uh, says, says he feels fortunate he can return to cricket after a lifetime ban from the game was lifted. The uh, England and Wales Cricket Board banned him for life back in 2014 after he admitted breaching the ECB's anti-corruption rules. I'll repeat uh, what uh, Vincent had to say, say in a statement uh, released by New Zealand Cricket last evening. I made a terrible mistake many years ago, which I deeply regret for the rest of my life, and I remain very sorry for the harm I caused. Being able to return to the cricket environment means uh, the world to me. I feel very fortunate to have that opportunity again. Vincent, now uh, 45 years uh, of age, um, he says he's looking forward to uh, supporting and helping uh, the game at a community level. I would certainly think, and this is my own supposition, this is my own uh, opinion rather, that, that man has paid a heavy price now, isn't, isn't he? I said at the time, I, I, do, not, I do not fundamentally believe uh, in the realm of sports um, at just lifetime bans. I, I, I think uh, for uh, what he did, he needed to serve a significant penalty. I think that has been served, and um, I, I hope he can contribute, um, educate, and help. Um, and, and I think what? 10 years out of the game is quite a heavy price already. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what transpires from that. Uh, that is uh, clearly a very big story. Um, we mentioned around the cricketing globe. Uh, two action on the field, and there has been no lack of action in this truncated test match between New Zealand and Bangladesh. New Zealand, of course, outplayed in the first test match. Uh, I, I wasn't on last weekend. I have to say, I, I much admired the performance of Bangladesh in that first test match. Uh, my own sort of take, and maybe this is a little bit, um, you know, based on perception, but, but I see Bangladesh as one of those sides that has bad sessions in them, that uh, they can do a lot of good work, and then things uh, can be undone in the space of a couple of hours when they... Uh, you know, play some sloppy cricket. I did not see that throughout, and, and credit to them. They they won 
that game fair and square and outplayed New Zealand, a historic victory for Bangladesh. So well done to them winning their first ever test match against New Zealand and certainly didn't make for a positive start for New Zealand's uh, ICC World Test Championship uh, cycle to begin. Uh, they, though, New Zealand, that is, are in a position uh, to level the series. Uh, Bangladesh, 172-72 all out in their first innings, of course. New Zealand started day number three in a very precarious position at 55 for the loss of five. But one Glenn Phillips uh, showed how to bat on a, what, Bunsen burner, an absolute sharp turn. In fact, it's not a, Bunsen burner gives me sort of uh, ideas of keeping low. Certainly balls were keeping low, but there was plenty of bounce too, sharp turn. It really was a tricky surface. And his counter-attacking 87 of just 72 balls is quite a brilliant test match innings. Um, Probably won't be remembered in years to come all that fondly you know people who go big score the big hundreds tend to get the uh, the headlines uh, in perpetuity but that 87 off just 72 balls uh, it's a huge score in the context of this game his 87 when, when you compare it to the actual team totals of 172 and 180 it was uh, a brilliant effort on a challenging pitch where uh, every ball from the spinners was either turning alarmingly so or some shooting on and uh, keeping incredibly low. And when he wandered in at 46 for the loss of five, uh, I'm sure most New Zealand cricket fans were fearing the worst. Uh, but he has, of course, played some fine hands in T20 cricket. We're still waiting for him to blossom as a bat- batter in the one-day game. But this was a fabulous knock by Glenn Phillips, who's uh, proven... Uh, more than a handy off-spinner over the last couple of months, firstly at the uh, one-day World Cup and during this series. Uh, he helped New Zealand through to 180 uh, in their first innings. Kyle Jamieson chipped in with 20, and Tim Southey was 14. I think he was the last to fall. New Zealand all out for 180. Uh, Islam took two for 15. Mahidi Hassan took three for 53. Left-arm finger spinner uh, Tajul Islam, uh, the key man in that first test took uh, 3 for 64 of 16.1 overs, while Naeem Hassan, the other wicket-taker, 2 for 21 off his four overs. So New Zealand had a lead of eight runs at uh, the turn after the completion of uh, the first innings of this uh, test match. And in eight overs through to stumps, uh, Bangladesh reached 38, but they did lose uh, Joy for just two, and... Uh, Santo there, captain for 15. Uh, Mominal Hark, not not out. He's only faced one ball, while uh, Zakir Hassan was 16, not out. 38 for the loss of two. Gives them a slender lead of 30, uh, with eight wickets remaining. Ajaz Patel and Tim Southey were the wicket-takers for New Zealand. So I'm not sure we can uh, say any side is in the ascendancy. It really is a toss-of-a-coin game. Um, as far as I can see, and, and who knows uh, how what the weather and conditions are going to play like, whether it's rain, gloomy conditions, it was bad light, wasn't it? Um, gloomy conditions in Dakar forced a late start uh, to yesterday's play, two and a half hours later than the schedule, and uh, play then was uh, called off early as conditions unsuitable, even though the uh, slow bowlers uh, were operating at both ends. A brilliant performance from one Glenn Phillips, it has to be said. Uh, here is his reflection on his own performance, the state of the game, and what might be a suitable run chase for New Zealand. I think it played very similar to the way it did on day one. Um, 
bit of spin, bit of skid, um, and it definitely made for some tough work. And obviously, there's a lot of risk involved, and obviously, the way that both teams have batted, um, understanding that. If you're only going to be out there for so and so many balls and there's one with your name on it, you've got to score off the ones that are available. So, um, yeah, it's it's a good challenge. I guess for me it was just trying to play with my bat as much as possible um, and picking my poison effectively, um, understanding that they're going to bowl really good balls and what do I want to have in my court to be able to counteract those balls. Um, and I guess just trying to stick to my game plan as clear as possible um, and you know accepting the fact that the pitch is going to have a little bit of a little bit of turn and bounce at some stages and not getting too caught up in that um, and just trying to stay calm and as clear as possible obviously we had a bit of a tough start um, in our first innings and um, a couple of great catches from the, the Bangladesh boys which put us on the back foot quite quickly and um, I think if the pitch doesn't change which I think with the time it's, it's had undercover, it'll be pretty similar throughout the whole game. Um, and I'd probably say anywhere around the, that 180-200 mark is going to be a good score and tough to chase. Not, not um, impossible to do, but obviously it's going to take some work um, and we're going to have to stick to our game plans really well. But any, if we can keep them to anything under 200, we'll be really happy. It's the verdict of Glenn Phillips on his own efforts and the state of the game. Uh, he was the ninth wicket to fall with the score at 180, gone for 87, and fair to say he might regret it. At the last second when um, Shelfer got into his delivery stride, someone walked out from the side of the side screen, and um, oh, I mean, I should have pulled away, but at, it was also like in my head, it's probably a bit too late, and then I didn't watch the ball, and I didn't pull away, and I didn't either, and I nicked it off. Very frustrating uh, for him, but nonetheless, that's, uh, I'll repeat, in the context of this game, that's well over 100 in a normal test match. 87, brilliant knock uh, by Glenn Phillips, who, uh, of course, uh, picked up three for 31 with the ball in the first innings, alongside Mitchell Sander, the best performed of the New Zealand bowlers, as far as uh, taking wickets. So that game is very interestingly poised, heading into um, next day's play, which is due to start at 4.30 this afternoon. This is our cricketing segment, swinging both ways here on SENZ uh, with Rosine for expert paint and colour advice. Grant Elliott, of course, generally co-host of the show, is in Bangladesh uh, providing uh, commentary for the local broadcaster. Uh, He sent through some lovely, sorry, some notes for us, some notes. Firstly on... Uh, the state of this test match. Hello, Daniel Snake McCarty and Finian. How are you, lads? Yes, I'm in the dish. I am in Bangladesh, and it feels like I've been here for a very long time. But uh, you know what? The rain fell, and wickets have fallen even harder in this test match. Uh, unbelievable test match so far, and that's because the wicket is just, it's so, so difficult. I spoke to Glenn Phillips later on tonight and he has played exceptionally well uh, to get 80 odd. Um, and the thing about Glenn Phillips that I spoke to him about was risk. And test cricket is all about restricting your risk when you play. However, this wicket, there's always going to be an element of risk. And I think he showed the way that you need to play on this wicket, which is aggressively. 
he said, I got six half volleys and I hit six of them for six. So to be aggressive is the way to score runs and score runs quickly and push this game ahead. And that's exactly what New Zealand did. Glenn Phillips, uh, outstanding. His game plan was sound. Uh, there was a, a lot of risk in the way he played, but the only alternative is to just sit there and wait to get a good one. This uh, turn and bounce, and um, it, it's a vicious bounce as well. Uh, we saw from Saudi later on in the day. So Bangladesh, only 30 ahead. Um, I think we can knock them over in this uh, in this first session tomorrow. So, yeah, I don't want to, uh, you know, be overly positive here. Well, they need it, Grant, because I, I don't think the New Zealand fan base is going to accept a 2-0 series loss to Bangladesh. Uh, in fact, I don't think they're going to accept a one-all series draw, such as the nature um, of the history. You know, Bangladesh have not had a whole heap of success against our marquee nations. And I, I like to think we consider ourselves a, a marquee nation for sure. That's our Grant's uh, thoughts on this test match and where it's currently positioned. What about the series overall? When I look at the series as a whole, we started in Salet. I think we were outplayed by Bangladesh. And it, it feels difficult to say that because we should always be better than Bangladesh. But Bangladesh in their own conditions are a heck of a team. What Bangladesh showed in the first test was that they can string partnerships together. Not only partnerships with batting with Shanto and uh, Mushfik, um, they batted, uh, well, they outbatted us, but it was their bowling in particular. They bowled in partnerships, just relentless line and length. Um, they're always at you. They're bowling maidens. It's very difficult for you to, to score unless you're looking to sweep, come down the wicket, be a little bit more aggressive. And I think that the New Zealanders learned from the first test where we, um, we obviously lost that one. They've come out and they've been a lot more aggressive um, in their decision-making and shot-making. It doesn't reflect in the score, but in, in Mirpur or Dhaka, because it's a low-scoring game, low-scoring wicket. But I think that the players, I'm going to be very interested to see how we, uh, we look to approach the second innings when it is our time. Uh, standouts for me, um, Ajaz Patel has improved in the second test. Daryl Mitchell continues to just show his class. The Kane Williamson 100, well, I mean, you know, what he's been through, that was a very special 100. Coming back from cruciate ligament, um, you know, broken thumb, he's been in and out during the World Cup. And to just show how he just, he bats time in very trying conditions, uh, very pleasing. And uh, I must say, Carl Jamieson impressed me in the first test. I think he might have a slight calf niggle in the second test, but the way that he ran in on a wicket that wasn't offering him much, him and Southey probably laid the foundation in the first test. And well, Southey, he just keeps um, keeps on, you know, trucking as as one of our, our all-time greatest players. He puts a lot of heart into it, and. Um, yeah, I've I've been really proud to watch the team and how they've progressed in, um, through things and in trying conditions. Trying conditions uh, for sure. Now, one-off test match losses to uh, Bangladesh can happen, right? And, and I think uh, you need to acknowledge that. I, I think you're a little bit of a snob if you think they're incapable. They have beaten Australia before in Bangladesh, right? 
but it's how you respond. Australia bounced back immediately and won the next test. Uh, by no means it's a certainty New Zealand's going to do it in this test match because it is so evenly poised, uh, for sure. Um, as someone writes here, hello Daniel, Smithy said yesterday as a former New Zealand uh, test cricketer, he was very disappointed in the New Zealand test team. No major test playing nation, West Indies are not the force of yesterday, have lost a test series to Bangladesh. This is where this current lot are taking New Zealand test cricket. A new fresh coach and selection panel is needed at test level as they will not do any worse than what has currently happened over the past two years, December 2021. And furthermore, we might find some new talent that simply do not get opportunities or use a new talent like Ravindra that cannot break into the old boys club. Thanks uh, from Rob. Rob, and Rob, I don't think you're alone in thinking that and it will be incumbent on the side to perform over the, the closing stages of this test match to take the series back to one all. Um, yeah, a, a test match uh, loss in Bangladesh, as I, say, as I say, can happen. It's happened to some good sides. Uh, but a losing a series is a different uh, kettle of fish altogether. Uh, Grant also sent us a bit of a note as he looked further forward uh, to test matches back on f in friendlier conditions, you might say, or more, more conditions New Zealand would be suited to back here in New Zealand. Everyone will return, and it's been a long... I was speaking to Luke Ronke, and he said almost four months away uh, for some of these lads. There, there is a, a little bit of fatigue there when I look at them, um, but, you know, so many of them will have uh, amazing subcontinent experience, and to be a proper world-class player you need to play equally well at home as you do away so these players have come back from India and, and now Bangladesh which is one of the toughest places to tour um, and they will be much better players for it there's only been two players previously that have been to Bangladesh that's Williamson and Saudi so the rest of them it has been a, a little bit of an eye-opener as we look towards the home summer the home summer um, with these players I think the, the one thing that does change is obviously spin combinations. It'll be interesting to see what we do with our spin, whether we play the four-seam attack or whether we go to to give Ajaz Patel um, a go as our frontline spinner. I do like the idea of, of playing a spinner in a way just because it's tough. You know, he, he comes to these conditions and we throw him the ball and we say, win us a test. And, um, you know, he hasn't played for, for a year or 18 months. So it'll be interesting to see if we can fit the spinner in. Um, my gut instinct is no. Um, I guess the, the one option we do have that we could look at is Ratchan Ravindra or, um, you know, Glenn Phillips. So um, those two players, as well as Michael Bracewell, who will be back from injury, kind of might offer that batting sort of all-rounder slot with a bit of spin. Uh, but interesting to see how we go. I think our, our top five is sorted. Um, there was a lot of chat around Nichols, but, you know, Nichols scored a double hundred uh, just two tests ago. So I think it'll be much of the same. And, um, yeah, I think the, the, the big question mark is, you know, Glenn Phillips, Ratchan Ravindra, Michael Bracewell. It's probably our only kind of um, decision that we need to make going forward. Um, it's it's exciting. The team is still exciting. Whether we can get wickets and you know Matt Henry's fit, I think the the bowling department maybe looks a little bit a little bit tired, and we have to freshen them up. I'm not saying that there, there should be players dropped, but I just think 
need uh, New Zealand cricket need to look at a way that we can keep our bowlers fresh and just keep us um, at the top of our game. First things first, though, this test match, it's going to be an absolutely exciting finish, I think. Miss you guys, miss the sesh, and uh, go Everton. What about that win with the Everton boys? We need to grow that club, McCarty. Please, please grow this Everton club. We can't just stay at 10 people uh, over the past 18 months. That's just not good enough. No, we, we need to keep it at 10. So it's 10 for every, you know, one for every point you got deducted because your your financial um, ineptitude grant. Yeah, great one over Newcastle during the week. Uh, grant Elliott um, making some very salient points. Yeah, Henry Nichols, uh, here's the thing, on the record. I, I, they'll pick him for the next test, won't they? Because it's back in New Zealand and the guy averages nearly 50 at home. Picking him overseas where he averages 20 with two scores over 50 and now 19 test matches, that was more of a shocker. Surprise to me. I, I thought they'd go with Ravindra. Um, based on what he's done in New Zealand, um, and I'm a, I'm a big fan of Rajan Ravindra, I think he might be on the sidelines. Hope I'm wrong. Hope I'm wrong. Uh, that was Razine's swinging both ways here on the Saturday session. Big thanks to the wonderful team at Razine. Time to paint. Get quality finished with Razine paints decorating Kiwi homes since 1946. Guy Havelt talks the big news in golf. The TVNZ golf reporter talks John Rahm after this break.